everybody, welcome back to another Derek and Eric show. We have Derek and we have Eric here. And yours truly, Little Lou. Buddy. We're back. We're back. Minus Jake, because we fired him. Where's my- yeah, where is he? <laughs> no, he didn't get fired. He's, he's filming a commercial for State Farm. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Wearing those khakis and the red shirts. <laughs> because someone has the name of Jake doesn't mean they're from State Farm. I know. Well, he'll be back next week, I'm sure. Nah, we canned him. All right, girl. What do we what we got going on today? All right, for this week, we're first going to talk about some local team updates from our local teams, the Abs, the Nuggets, and the Broncos. Rolling. Yeah. The, yeah, minus. the teams in Ball Arena are rolling. Um, they're like ballerina they're dancing across the ice <laughs> the teams in ball arena definitely are rolling there's no doubt about it we'll get into that <laughs> all right next we're gonna head into the nfl free agency <sighs> some People weird have- signings going on man and like some that are really questionable and some free agents that are still really good players just teams don't have cap space New England had not cash like Oprah. <laughs> and the Texans. Yeah, I, apparently. And then next we'll head into Louis Lounge. Yeah. And then we'll end off with our weekly news updates for the NBA and the NHL. And we'll head into March Madness and end with the NFL. Bracket season, baby. It's bracket season. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Bracket already got busted yesterday with Ohio State. (laughs) (laughs) I remember one year that Michigan State was like the top team. So, and it was like the only time I actually filled out a bracket myself. And I was like, I'm picking Michigan State to go all the way. They get bounced in the first game. (laughs) Ruined my whole bracket. I was like, I'm never doing this stuff again. But Derek. Yes. Derek. Yes. The Colorado Avalanche. Oh, buddy. Smoked the Minnesota Wild in the last, last two games. Smoked them. 5 1, 6 0. Combined score of 11 to 1. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Philip Grubauer had the same amount of, of assists that the whole Minnesota Wild team did in the two games they played here in Denver. How about that One. save? Did you see that save he had today where he just full on just sprawled out from one post to the other and actually who was the who was it that laid down in front he had a, it he was mcdonald to, mcdonald yeah, made that save stomach first and made that save man that's uh that's what you call taking one for the team right there now unfortunately the wild had been playing pretty good like they were top team in the nhl for good 15 games in fact before they came into denver in their last 15 games the wild were 12 2 and 1 and then their last Two games they outscored opponents eleven to one. Then they get smoked in the last two games, eleven to one by the Abs. Oh, and like I said, it couldn't happen to any better team or most hated team that we hate. Those that's whack-ass. true. That is true. Whack ass wild man. They were playing well. They came in confident, and the Abs destroyed them because no, they, they were just, confident. They were just confident. And they just looked like the more hungry team to me. They just looked like they were just more hungry. I guess. Well, not to be biased or anything. They're just the better team, too, I think. <laughs> the oh, thing no, is, the Wild. Oh, no. what's that? that trash? 
Yeah. We all know here the Minnesota Wild are trash. We don't need to sugarcoat it. <laughs> well, not to mention, if you just look at the stats of Landon Skog, uh, Rantanen, and McKinnon, these last, was it, four or five games, those three are just, man, they're, they're on fire. Those those three are on fire right now, man. They are freaking. Rolling. Oh, they're in, they're insane, especially Miko Rantanen. Dude, Miko oh, is my god. Dude, I saw his numbers today. They showed it before the wild game. Holy crap! Well, did you see the uh, the backhanded goal he had, and then the goal <laughs> he had Saturday? Yes, just an unbelievable shot. Glad we. I'm glad we uh, gave that. Rantanen's guy got contract. 17 goals on the season. <laughs> It's awesome. He's He's the reason the Avs offense has been rolling. But so the Avs just finished up a nine game homestand. You want to know a fun fact about that homestand, Derek? What's that? Second best nine game homestand tied for in NHL history. The Avs just did seven, two, eight, and one. Seven, one, and one. Ooh, buddy. Damn. No, it's just that's a really good homestand. It just seems them and, well, not to include them, we'll get to them, but the Nuggets, it seems them and the Nuggets each now have just finally found their chemistry and they're finally gelling and getting on the right. That's the key. Both of them are just gelling. Both teams are just gelling at the right time right now. Well, and for the Avs, we had been waiting for that second line of Kadri, Sodden, Burakovsky to get going. And now it's doing it. Now they're doing it. Yeah, buddy. So it's the – the Avs' second line is better than some other teams' first lines. And then now the Avs are healthy. They got McCarr, Byram, and Comfer back. And actually, I think about, they did okay without Comfer. How about that goal? Did you see that goal Kale McCarr had today to get Whoa, That's his signature plat power or, play uh, goal. Or was it on Thursday when they beat the Wild? Uh, Nathan McKinnon's slap shot? That was dude. Oh, 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 I saw the two, that. Go- the two goals McKinnon and McCarr scored on the power play are their signature goals. Yeah. McCarr sniping a wrist shot through legs and people's faces and that, everything that, to get in the net. But that slap shot McKinnon had when I saw it, I was like, man, that's the thing of beauty right there. That is a- slap shots are not easy. Those were not my no, forte. No, they're not easy to control at all. Slap shots were not my forte when I played. Wrist shots are so much easier than slap shots. I just and the wild goalie, the rookie Capo Kakinen, he had won his last nine games. Capo Kakinen. Capo Kakinen. He what gave up six goals in one game to the ads. Bummer. Gonna be hitting that bench again soon, Rook. He's still a damn good goalie, though. But speaking oh, of is. damn good goalie, Philip Grubauer. Dude, Gruby, man. Playing out of his mind. He had what, 34 saves a day, I believe? 31. 31. 31 on Saturday and only 20 on Thursday. And that's another 55. thing. The Avs have been out shooting teams like crazy. Dude, they're just <laughs> they're firing the puck like nonsense. But then another thing, they've it was 18 straight games up until Saturday yep. where the Avs had allowed 30 shots or less in 18 straight games. Until today. And they only gave it up by one goal this this or one goal one shot to, on Saturday. Well, it helps when you play the. I mean, what is that one wild game we saw? What was it, forty six to eighteen? They outshot them that one game. Yeah, it was the Kings. Yeah, the Kings. Yeah, I thought it was the Yotes. The good old Coyotes. Oh uh, no, it was it was the uh, those Yotes, Leslie. It was the Kings. Gotta it was love the those Kings Coyotes. 
All right, we're going to hit a pause here in the action real quick. <laughs> so for those who aren't aware, we record on Zoom. I am the master of our Zoom chat. I have this fancy little mute button here. Derek no. Evan makes me mad. He's getting the mute. And then it's just the Eric show. <laughs> Welcome to the Eric podcast. What up, Leslie? I'm not the one doing a stupid five-year-old stuff like going <laughs> and you know those stuff. Oh, stop it! <laughs> don't don't deny it. Anyways, we'll touch on another thing. Avs made a trade for a backup goalie today as well. R- r- hold on, before you hit that, yes. Philip Groover. Oh, words. Philip Grubauer leads the league with five shutouts and goals against average. He has a 1.7 goals against average this year. It's pretty 1.7. That's really good. That's really good. But yes, touch on that, Derek. The Avs made a trade. We'll also hit it later in the NHL news segment. Jonas, not Jonas, correct? Correct. Jonas, Jonas Johansson. Jonas Johansson from the Buffalo Sabres. They're back the up crappy, early. the crappy Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> the the very crappy Buffalo Sabres. We'll get to we'll t- talk about them later. But yes, they got a good goalie to finally back up Gruby because uh, who is who's our, who's the backup for Grubauer? Who's just we just said they needed Hunter it. Miska. Yeah, he just because he played. Just he's going just to be and, good. He was really good in the AHL for the Avs minor league affiliate last year. He was yeah. top goalie in that league, but this he's just not ready. It looks like the speed of the game was a little too much for him. Yeah, I think he just yeah, he just needs to get more playing time maybe or maybe just sit back sure. and watch and just learn, but I mean in in due time he probably will get better. I mean cuz that's like all of us. How do you get better at something? You go and do it. Well, in fact, the Avs did send him back down to the Colorado Eagles. But no, hopefully, uh, Mr. Jonas Johansson, he comes in here and he's a good backup for Gruby, man. Because if we can get we get go, good goaltending to go with what Gruby is. I will is say backup. he's not having a good season, but that's because he's on the Buffalo Sabres. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. He but has like a 1-8-2 get... and two record, and it's just the Sabres do not have a good team. So, Well, that's what happens when you play for a sucky team. Maybe you go to a better team, then you play better. And Joe Sackick wouldn't make a stupid trade for nothing. And they only traded a sixth-round pick for him. No, yeah, because Sackick, Sackick knows how to make a team. John Elway, should take, John Elway should take notes on that. Or well, John Elway doesn't have to do anything about that anymore. Yeah, thank God. But let's move on to the Nuggets, Derek. Yes, please do, before I get mad. <laughs> But yes, how about another team, man, that's rolling right now? Eight and two in their last ten, huh? That's Holy really good. Crap. And the other night, man, playing against uh, uh, Chicago just last night. Did you see that? How they barely edge. Uh, Jamal Murray just came alive in overtime last night with the, for the Nuggies, man. And thank God he did because they needed it. Because if they he did. didn't, but he's it's another team. Like we said, they're just like the Avalanche. They just found. Their stride at the right time, and they're finally gelling together, and they got the right line. And another guy, I think, is why they're doing really well is uh, Barton. If you look at Barton's numbers the last five games, he's averaged 14 points or more the last five games. So you have yeah, another. He went pl- two for 15 shooting his last game. From it was just like, come on. Well, well, yeah, but that was against the Bulls. But if you look at the other ones against the Pacers, the Mavericks the Grizzlies and the Hornets. He's, he's been playing pretty well. And if you have him to go with, uh, Oh God, what was it? MPJ. 
and Jokic and Jamal Murray. I mean, that's just another piece. And not to mention, you got to think when Gary Harris and other guys come back from injury, you know, that's, that's, that's just more weapons for their offense to have. But if they come back from injury, are they starters? I say no. I, I don't think so either. You can't mess, I think, with the team chemistry with, that you have going on exactly. right now. Exactly. I was to say, just like you said before, they have chemistry. You can't mess with that right now. But yeah, last night, I mean, man, you look at this last night. Jamal Murray just, like you said, if Jokic, if, if Jokic does good and Jamal Murray does good, that's usually when the Nuggets win. <laughs> well, and Michael Porter Jr.'s come alive too. 28 points against Charlotte, and they smoked Charlotte. And I think another thing why they've been doing well too is their bench. You have Dozier that's coming in. You have RJ Hampton that's playing good. You have Green that's playing good. Compazzo. I mean, you have guys finally on their bench that are finally stepping up and playing really good. Absolutely. So that's, that's another good reason why I think they have, a, they have a good winning streak going right now is before I don't think they had a really good bench or the right, I don't know, maybe like the right mojo or something going on. But now that they get the right starting lineup every week and know what reserve players to play every week, I think that helps. Sure. But yeah, if you look at this, four of their five starters last night were in double digits. That's Barton, good. Barton, 16, Porter, 19, Jokic, 34, Jamal Murray, 34. I mean, I mean, right there, Jamal Murray was 6-7 from three-point range. Perfect. This, he's just, dude. You can't ask for much better. No. I mean, I guess can't. you could. Then the Hornets, man, they just beat down the Hornets the other day. I mean, yeah, 129 to 104. And see, and another thing that they're starting to do now that they didn't do early in the season when they're playing bad teams, they're finally starting to beat yes. bad teams. Because yes. early on, like the Bulls, the Bulls are a bad team. The Hornets, yeah, they're an average team. But, I mean, they're starting to, the Pacers, yeah, the, these crappy teams, the Grizzlies, they're starting to beat teams that they're supposed to. They're not losing to them like they lost to the Kings and Oklahoma City and whatnot early well, on. Well, and look at the teams they've got coming up. Oh, they Two got a against the Pelicans. Want Toronto, Orlando, Atlanta, Philadelphia. That you can uh, easily win five of those. That Philly game at the end of the at the end of the month will be pretty good. You look at that one on the thirtieth when they play the Philadelphia 76ers. That should be a pretty damn good game. But no, if you look at the Pelicans, the Magic, and the Raptors, and then the Pelicans again coming up. I mean, those should be four wins right there because all four of them are crappy teams. Yeah, they should. That they should win those games and not and not be close like they were against the Bulls. Pound them, <laughs> just bait them. <laughs> but no, they're they're doing they're they're on the right track right now, man. And they're, they're just on the right track. That's the key. They are on the right track. They went from what eighth in the conference to fifth, fifth, and not to mention with the news coming out today about. LeBron James going down. This might be the time for Jokic to shine and become an MVP favorite since he's going to be the spotlight. They can, they can win those remaining games that they have left. Oh, yeah. They should be yeah. able to. And mm -hmm. like I said, with Jokic being in the spotlight now with LeBron James being down and not to mention Embiid was in that conversation. He's down also with a knee injury. The, the spotlight's on him. And if he wants to you know, grab the, grab the MVP by the horns, now is his time to do it. By the way, people who say Embiid is better than Jokic, They're sorry, stupid. Leslie, I cut you off. Say that again. Right now is is, is the time for uh, the Nuggets to take advantage. 
No, they yes. need to, especially with the Lakers down two of their two of their all stars and two of their starters and LeBron and Anthony Davis. They they got to take advantage of this situation right now. They have yeah, to because if they don't, they're in trouble. Yeah, and people who say Embiid is better than Jokic, tell me when Embiid plays a full season without yeah. load management or tell getting those pe- hurt. Tell those people to the chair. To the chair. <laughs> exactly. To the chair. No, you got to raise the arm. <laughs> but I want to real fast before we move on to the Broncos. Look at the teams that are above them in the conference. The Clippers, the Lakers, the Suns, and the Jazz. Those are all good teams. But on paper, I think the Nuggets are better. They, they sure as hell can be going forward now. Especially with LeBron out. And dude, a high the Clippers ankle only play their stars every sixth night. Let me tell you, a high ankle sprain—that's—that's no—that that's no joke. Not, that does not heal quick. That takes a while to heal. <laughs> and a little fun fact for you—they just announced this week, starting April second, was it four thousand twenty-five fans can now attend Avalanche Nuggets game. Actually, there had on the on on the Nuggets game on the thirtieth, the one you mentioned against the. 76ers uh, they're allowing first line responders oh, to go to that game oh, and then buddy. with the Avs game on the 31st against the coyotes they're allowing first responders to that game as well oh man that's awesome and What's then awesome? then uh, season ticket holders for the Avs and nuggets get to go to games finally gets to go to that ball arena gets to go roll around oh. <laughs> <laughs> they can go roll while those while both but overall both teams were talking about, man. I just hope both of them keep the momentum they have going and they just continue to do what they're doing. Cause it's I, pretty... I want to touch on the abs again, real fast. I think they found their decor. What's that? I, I, their rotation. I think oh, they I, have it. Oh, no, I think you're right. Taves, yeah. McCarr, Byram, McDonald, Graves. I'm missing someone. Gerard. Not to mention they have some injuries too. They're waiting for guys to come back still, aren't they? The abs? Yeah, or is everyone the only two healthy? players that are hurt are Francois and, and Johnson, and they're not coming back this season. Oh. They got placed on long term IR. What did John? What's 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 the story with them two? Do you know? Johnson got hit in the in a wild game earlier, and his head smacked on the ice. Ooh. And then Francois, I think it was the injury he had in the bubble last year against the Stars. Oh, really? He, I think he re hurt it because he got hip surgery at the end of the year. That's no joke, man. No, you can't mess with that. But no, I just hope the abs and nuggets just keep them them going because it's pretty exciting to keep watching them and getting alerts every day to just see them to continue winning because it's 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 awesome to at least have two good teams here in Denver, unlike the next whack team we're going to be talking about. Well, all right, let's let's move on to the Broncos then. Derek, (laughs) as a fan (laughs) – as, as a fan of the Broncos, you're wearing a Broncos shirt right now. Super Bowl, yeah, Super Bowl 50 shirt, yeah. Are they a poorly run organization right now? Yes, because they don't have an owner. <laughs> They're the only <laughs> franchise in the league right now without an owner. They don't have anybody running the team. George Payton it's is the general manager. It's a mess. They're like, all right, let's, let's, let's do whatever. I mean, exactly. They're just they're a mess right now. They need somebody to buy the team. Either one of the bowling kids needs to take over, or Joe Ellis needs to just sell the damn team and somebody well, needs to buy it. Well, it's not him. Joe Ellis's call. It's the he trustees. can't sell the team. The trust, the, the, the trust can't sell the team either. 
Well, who's it up to? I think is it up to the kid. Well, no, it's, they're going it's to- up to the family. They're going to court for it because they can't agree who gets the team. Well, somebody and Brittany Bolin is in the organization right now, if I remember correctly. Yeah, she's how she's handling all the coronavirus stuff, though. That's it. That's her only job within the organization. You got to start somewhere. But still, she somebody needs to take it over, though, because they need to figure out that, that pretty soon. Because the way that our Broncos are going isn't isn't improving at all. No, look at the last five years; they've been a joke. They've but sucked. I go back and forth because there are some moves that Peyton's made, like getting Fuller. No, 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 no. I'll say, yeah, signing Kyle Fuller today was good. Re-signing Justin Simmons because John Elway, for some reason, didn't want to pay. Like, this is what I don't get. John Elway doesn't like to sign guys in-house that have proven they're good. He likes to sign guys off the street to to big contracts when you shouldn't be doing that all the time. But, no, signing Justin Simmons, a guy like that, that is what you need on the team. And Shelby Miller. Harris. Thank you. Shelby Harris. My bad. Yeah, Signing Shelby Harris was huge, but I think on that one, I think they reached a little bit on that contract. I disagree. Well, his name was floating out there and I think he was offered more money from other teams. And I think that's why, but I, he, he did deserve it though, for what his production he's had the last couple of years. I will agree to that. Shelby Harris was their most consistent defensive lineman last year. Well, he was, he was second. He was second in the league to J.J. Watt in swatted passes. He had yeah. seven swatted passes. J.J. Watt had nine. So, I mean. But, but here's what confuses me. You oh go God. to Kareem Jackson and Von Miller, and you say, I need you guys to take a pay cut. This is where I want to say I'm out. Kareem Jackson and Von Miller both say no. So you cut Kareem Jackson. Yep. You cut but him. you keep Von Miller who admittedly is the face of the Broncos. Who is the second face of the Broncos? Justin Simmons, maybe? No, 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 no. Was was the key word there. Elway. Philip Lindsay. Oh, oh, don't, yeah. Do you want to get me fired up? So let me get this straight. Well, first, let's start with with the Kareem and Vaughn thing, yeah. uh, You and I argue about this all the time when we see each other and talk Broncos. I thought they should have traded Von Miller years ago, like two years ago, when his value was at the highest. Because you weren't going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And they, John Elway and Joe Ellis refused to admit they weren't a playoff team. Peyton has come in and said, I'm going to put my stamp on this team. Justin Simmons, he's good. Kareem Jackson, he's good, but he's overpaid. So if he can take a pay cut, great. He didn't want to? Okay, you're gone. So you're basically paying the same players, or the they're each the same age. Von Miller will be 33. Kareem Jackson's already 33. So you're going to pay Von 17 million. But did you hear what they did? They said they asked Von to take a pay cut, and they went after Leonard Floyd. Then after they couldn't get Leonard Floyd, they came back to Von and said, "Oh, hey, just kidding. We'll pick up your option." Oh, of course. You cut me. You, Come on! I mean, you have to have edge rushers, and edge rushers are going at a high price right now. They're the second highest paid position behind quarterback. But, but now, if you look at their defense, where's their biggest hole? The next safety position next to Justin Simmons. Nobody's there right now. Nobody you can draft somebody. Well, that's true, but I don't know. Maybe you can slide Kareem, Fuller back there. Maybe Kareem he, he Jackson will Vic, come. Vic Fangio. I'm sure maybe Fangio knows back. what to do with him. Maybe Kareem will come back on a discount because he's still floating out there, but I highly doubt it. But 
I wouldn't, but you never know. But no, this is what makes me mad. Philip Lindsay. So let me get this straight. You put a second round tender on Tim Patrick. I don't have a problem with that. He was very productive and good last year. Very. When, when Cortland Sutton was out. Philip Lindsay had back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. And clearly, when he came into the game, my eyes told me he was more explosive than Melvin Gordon. He was. Not all the time. Well, Not all the time. Not all the time, but it just seems like he just had a different aura, a different energy about him when he came into the game. I will agree with that, yes. But- it just seems the team gravitated towards Philip Lindsay more. A lot, I just think everybody liked him. And when they brought Melvin Gordon in, everyone just looked at him like, hey, you know, who's this guy? Like, he well, just. They literally, this is going to sound stupid. They literally hurt his feelings because they said, hey, we're going to get, we're going to extend you because you're face of the franchise, one of them. And they said, nah, we're going to get Melvin Gordon. Then they go out and they sign a special teams running back from Minnesota Mike for Boone. a million dollars less than what you could have paid Philip Lindsay. And if you think about this, the difference between a second round tender and the tender they put on Philip Lindsay was $1 million. That's it. You That's it. $1 million to an NFL franchise is literally what pocket change to them. That's nothing. And if you think about it, you don't need Tim Patrick. You no. Need Lindsay. You, you have. As much as we love Tim Patrick, you've got Hamler, Judy, and Sutton. Sutton. And Noah and Fant. And, and Albert O. Exactly. And you still have Deshaun Hamilton on the team, who's going to probably be your fourth wideout. Exactly. You they gave that much receivers. money to Patrick probably to be the fourth wideout or to be a good special teams player. It's stupid. I, I don't get what they're doing. And I'm telling you right now, if Philip Lindsay goes to the Texans and balls out and does well, will. people here in Denver, they're going to be going with pitchforks and torches to George Payton's house. I'm telling you, people are not going to be I don't happy. think it was Peyton's fault. I think that was Elway and no, I think fault. I think it's Pat Shermer. I think him and I think Pat Shermer just didn't know Pat how to Shermer use him. Too. Well, Pat Shermer, too. Pat Shermer didn't know how to use him. But now they got Mike Boone to be the backup. And oh, boy. Melvin Gordon can just be their bell cow. But, hey, guess what? Melvin Gordon gets suspended because if Roger Goodell watches that tape and he thinks he's guilty of being drunk in that video that TMC, TMZ released, Telling you, he gets suspended three games. Your running backs are going to be Royce has, Freeman. If he hasn't been suspended now, he's not going to. But think, the running backs will be Mike Boone and Royce Freeman. <laughs> I'm sure Those, they're going to draft somebody in the second or third round. You can only they hope. have to now. I can only hope, Eric, because if they don't, they're in trouble. <laughs> Last thought on the Broncos before we move on. Yes. They drafted a quarterback? I hope so, because with the with Louis Lounge, with her stories coming up, man, he's in some hot water right now. Alleged hot water. Yeah, but it's I'm, alleged. It's all alleged. But but I'm telling you what, if he's guilty of that, man, he's he's going to be unemployed. But the way it's looking right now, they've they've signed free agents for all the holes that they had on their team, and it's it's looking like they may take one at number nine or move up in the draft and possibly get one. They're going to have to move up if they want their guy. And I'm all for it. Get up to that third spot where Miami is. Little fun fact, if you didn't see a week ago, George Payton did go to Trey Lance's Pro Day in North Dakota. 
So, oh yeah, in his press conference he just had, he said, "Yes, quarterback is something we're looking at." So, because Drew Locke's not the answer. God no, God no, he is not. But it'll be interesting to see what they do going forward in the draft, especially next month. I'm looking forward to see uh, with who they draft and who they remaining to pick up in free agency. All right, next up, let's talk about the NFL free agency. So are there any surprising agent landings? Uh, Yeah. One that just happened for me yesterday was Trubisky going to the Bills. That one confuses me. I don't get why he went there. Because if you're Trubisky, you want to prove you can start, right? You would think maybe I to go there to learn. No, I to mean, watch. now what team's going to go? All right, Mitch, you're our starter. I, I the think answer is the not N- many. I think Trubisky got a good look though. What the NFL thinks of him. Cause he was the last quarterback to be signed. And that's gotta be a pretty tall tale sign of what the NFL thinks of him. If he was the last one, the last free agent signed, right? Last quarterback free agent sign. Yeah. That's gotta make you realize that. Yeah. Maybe, uh, Maybe you're not so good after all. <laughs> Maybe that's why he took a backup, just to kind of sit for a season and see what the market's going to do next year. And another surprise thing for me is Isaiah Wilson. I don't know if you saw the story with him. Titans drafted him, offensive tackle, big, big time draft bus. T- T- Tennessee wanted nothing to do with him. Dolphins recently traded for him. They just cut him yesterday because he was late and refused to show up for meetings and his physical. And the reason they waived him is was because, yeah, there you go. He was hours late for his physical team onboarding process, skipped multiple optional workouts that he agreed to 10 on Thursday and Friday and declined support services that he was offered. Come and, on, man. Responsible. Well, not to mention they were trying to figure out why he didn't show up, and a social media video came out on Friday of him standing on top of a car shirtless drinking a beer. And they're like, well, that explains why he didn't show up. <laughs> but I mean, come on guy, you have the best job in the world and you do something like that. But what about you? Any surprise or anything? Well, that I just out? saw this. The 49ers are going to host Joe Flacco. Do it. Uh, do it. 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 Flacco and Jimmy G as your two quarterbacks. Yeah, you'll suck. Do it. Because you know Garoppolo ain't staying healthy for a whole year. Oh, no. And Flacco ain't going to play anything, do any good. So do it. He's going to be a statue back there, man. Aaron Donald will kill him. Oh, dude. Aaron Donald will just annihilate him. He'll eat him. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Look like a little bean, little like a beanbag flopping around. (laughs) But another nugget that I showed you before we went on air, uh, Houston Texans have signed 22 free agents. That's insane. Unbelievable. Oh, my goodness. And not to mention, like we said, the the Patriots, I said earlier, the Patriots just hand out money like Oprah. Patriots are hounding out a lot of money. I mean, and they signed two of the top tight ends they signed, and Jonas Smith and Hunter Henry. The New England Patriots over the past past 10 years have spent $139 million in free agency over 10 years. They spent 146 million this year on free agents. Wow. Wow. And they're still not the best team in their division. 
a sneaky signing for me too, which could be dangerous is the Oakland. Oh, excuse me. The Las Vegas Raiders. How dare sign you. sign. <laughs> so Josh Jacobs is their starter. We can agree. Dude's a good running back. They signed Kenyon Drake to be the backup and they signed him. $14 million for two years. That's a hefty price for a backup running back, if you ask me. I'm surprised the Cardinals didn't bring him back. Who do they have as a running back? Chase Edmonds is what oh they're going to be rolling with. Yeah. They'll probably draft someone too then. And By the way, the- I want to touch on this real quick. Mm. The Cardinals signed J.J. Watt AJ and A.J. Green. Green. What was the weakness on that team? The weakness, I would say. Weakness. Uh, They're defensive backs. Oh, yeah. And they let Patrick Peterson go. They let Patrick Peterson go. And they didn't fill any on there. They spent all their money on a center and a wide receiver and a defensive end. (laughs) What? Those who think the Cardinals are going to be, they're going to be a little better. But not by much. A.J. Green can't finish his season. Nope. Oh, look. The Cardinals look at, are going to be nine and eight. Looking at a picture. Hey, there's of Stafford boy. in the ugly Rams jersey. Ikea unis, man. Ikea. He's an Ikea employee. <laughs> yeah, it's just there's been a lot happening, though, in free agency. But receivers are only getting one year deal. Juju Smith Schuster had to go back to the Steelers. Yeah, except if you're uh, Kenny Galladay, Giants. Gave him a big payday. Four years, $72 million, $40 million guaranteed. So He's a good receiver, man. Average of $18 million a year. That's, uh, that's a lot of cheese. That's a lot, but... A sneaky thing for... A sneaky thing signing that was kind of under the radar. Curtis Samuel left the Panthers and went to the Washington. Went back I to did see Ron, that. Yeah, went back with Ron Rivera. Man, I'm telling you. Ron Rivera knows how to use him well, like he did in previous years. That could be a sneaky signing for him because he had this guy had one of almost eleven hundred all-purpose yards last last year. That was in receiving and rushing. He's Keep an eye on the Washington good. football team trying to get a QB in the draft too. Oh yeah, because they, they didn't sign any free agents. No, and what was and and their weakness last year was their offense. And if they get offensive weapons to go with that defense they had. Their defense was damn good. It was really good. They, yeah, they were they were good, good when Alex Smith started. When Alex yeah. Smith started, they were five and one. Yeah, that that defense. If they can get a good quarterback and a good offense, man, I'm telling you that that could be a team on the rise that you want to watch out for. They could be a damn good team next year. Absolutely. But I'm saying maybe maybe Denver will bring in maybe Alex Smith or somebody like that to just mentor, not really point, start. Why? I I don't know. If they're smart, they should bring in someone to challenge Drew Locke. Will Fuller to the Dolphins. That's another thing to watch out for. Tuler's got a two Tuler Tuler Tua has a deep threat. Tua Tua has a deep threat weapon to go with. And not to mention, you see how the Vikings and Saints each had to forfeit draft picks. Saints yeah, had to they violated COVID protocol. Well, well no, the Saints violated covid protocol the vikings violated cap violation oh for having a practice squad player from 2019 
a mistake I guess they made with a practice squad player. But nothing really was released. Wait, wait, real quick. What's a cap violation? So uh, over, they went over the salary cap. So each team, so each team has like 180 million dollars to spend on your roster. So essentially, they went over that limit. That so they got they got fined for it. Ah. Uh. But no, I think. And that, how about this? Brown signed Malik Jackson. So you're gonna have Malik Jackson, Sheldon Richardson, and you're gonna have uh, Miles Garrett on that defensive line. And they signed you. Troy Hill from the Rams and John Johnson. John hey, Johnson, man. I was I love him. He's gonna do really good things for Cleveland. He's a good safety. The Rams couldn't afford to it. pay anybody. Well, well, yeah, because they gave all that money to Leonard Floyd. No, they gave all that money to players that aren't on the roster. Well, that's true. The, a lot of good chunk <laughs> of that's going to your boy Jared Goff. Real and quick, Todd did you Gurley. See, yeah, real quick. Did you see that picture Jared Goff had with the Lions? He had like an old school Letterman Detroit Lions jacket on holding the football. And he's all, I got a chip on my shoulder. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. A chip on your shoulder to go five and 13. <laughs> like, I, no, five and 12, 17 games. They're not at 18 yet. No, that's right. <laughs> nah, they're going to lose. They're going to lose 13 somehow. They're the Lions, Derek. That's true. They just know how to put a dagger in my heart year after <laughs> year. <laughs> Those jerks. <laughs> but yeah, overall, it's uh I'm excited for the draft next month to see what's gonna happen, especially for the Broncos and see if uh what happens. And we'll touch on a story that Leslie's gonna talk about what happens with Deshaun Watson going forward, because that's a, that's something to keep an eye on. Also with Russell Wilson to see if he gets traded, which I don't think will happen, but stay tuned for the for the Deshaun Watson story. It's gonna be a juicy one. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, make sure you include the new information that came out today. <laughs> well, let's hit it now, Leslie. Let's move into Louis Lounge. Exactly. All righty. Before we head into Louis Lounge, just hear a word from our sponsors. All right, welcome back to Louis Lounge. Let's head into our first story. First off, we have Kyle Kuzma. He blamed <laughs> his free throw on an earthquake, which made him miss. Oh my God! Oh, I don't know if you guys got. So I don't know if you guys saw the video, but probably the worst air ball free throw I've ever seen in my entire life. Eric, if you haven't seen the video, you gotta see it. It is a horrible. All right, so the video in the worst bench that just laughing their asses. I would be too. Eric, it is one of the worst misses ever. I think somebody. I think. Somebody who was like four feet tall could shoot a ball better than Kyle Kuzma did on the shot. But yeah, sounds like something one of us would make of like on the court, just like, hey, that was an earthquake. Yeah, he's blaming that earthquake. He blamed an earthquake for messing up his shot. Yeah, dude. And then and he put in quotes, "I got scared." <laughs> oh my god! Stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. It's just if Eric, if you could pull it up, please just watch the video. It is, it is a horrible, horrible. He tried to shrug it off so badly, like you know how like his hand gestures. He was like, uh, yeah, uh, it was an earthquake. It's hard to watch, but it's just one of those videos you just gotta rewind it again and again. And be like, did that, that guy really just do that? Looking at him, how he tries to like you know uh, use use an excuse for the way he just misses free throw. All right, let's talk about our next story. A Russian hockey player, 
dead at 19 years of age after being struck by a puck in the head. Oh, it's uh, well, it's it's a scary thing about contact sports, man. You just never know what happened. That's why when you, I hate to say it, when you play football, when you play rugby, when you play hockey and sports like that, you have to sign a waiver because they're not responsible for what could happen to you. And clearly, sad to say, he's only 19 years old, but yeah, it's just, it's the risk of contact sports, but it's, yeah, it's, it's scary and it's sad that he's that young and it happened, but it just goes to show you how, uh, how dangerous sports can be because you just, you just never know what the heck could happen. Like a freak accident like that. You get in the head with a wrist shot or slap shot, right spot in your head, man. It's, it's game so over. You remember with the abs last year against Vancouver, Calvert went to block a shot and got hit in the back of the head. He was bleeding all over the ice. And it was like, oh, oh it's, no. Oh it's, oh, it's no joke, man. I mean, yeah, you have, I mean, you have a little thing of rubber like that going 89, 80, 90 miles an hour. You get hit with that thing. It, it, uh, it stings. I can vouch for it. That is no joke. It hit. It hurts to get hit by that. Sure. Thing. But I mean, even though these guys wear all those paddings and helmets, it still doesn't help. You, you get hit with that puck. It's uh, going to sting. Gonna, it's still going to sting really, really bad. <laughs> but no, it's a, uh, it's a sad story because, because of how young he was 19 years old. He still had his whole life ahead of him. I still had his whole life, not to mention his whole career ahead of him. And, He'll never, you know, never get to go pro play in the Olympics or anything and get to live out a life, you know. Yeah, so he was captain of his team, too. Mm-hmm. It's, a, yeah. it's a sad ordeal, though. Sad story. But it's just a crazy thing that caught the sports world by uh, by huge shock this week, definitely. All right, we'll head into our next story. NBA Sean Bradley, he was paralyzed in a car crash while he was riding his bike and got hit. Oh, jeez. And now he suffers a traumatic spinal cord injury. Yeah, poor guy was just out, uh, just having a bike ride. I think, didn't it say he was only a couple blocks from his house, Leslie? Mm, yeah. Oh, I mean, think about that. You just go out to have just a nice bike ride, a couple blocks from your house, and then you get hit by a car, and then, yeah, you're paralyzed. I'm like, oh, man. Mm. That, he, uh, he had a long NBA career too, didn't he? Play for like at least 10, 12 years, I think. He played for a good. He while, played for a I while. Remember. He was the overall pick in the nineteen ninety three NBA draft, and he was selected by the Philadelphia 76ers. But he played the majority of his career in Dallas. Mm. But no, another, yeah, another sad story. Just dudes just going out, just casual back bike ride, and just. Tragically gets in an accident. Probably, that just shows like, you that, you know, you only have one life and anything can happen. Mm. Yeah. If these last stories, these two last stories definitely prove that, that, hey, you could just be out going for a walk, driving on your bike or anything, and you just never know what the heck's going to happen to you. Definitely. Right. Let's get away from these sad ones. I'm out. Lastly, we well, already touched a little bit on this. Deshaun Watson. He is in pretty hot water after his his list of uh, uh, accusers because he has these accused of sexual assault. It just grew, and now he cl- now he claims nine women are coming forward. So now that it's makes twelve now. Yeah, as of today, it's up to twelve. Three more came forward, so now it's up to twelve. So 
25 years old. He's rich. And what this is what I found out. So every NFL team I found out has a massage therapist that is on call. You call them. They will come to you where you live, meet you at the facility, and you can get a massage. Wait, so did they call Because I saw here, he contact all these women through social media. Exactly. And that's where he screwed up. Yeah. He didn't Why contact... Did somebody on social media for a massage first of all doesn't that seem kind of fishy sketchy yes that's what creepers do (laughs) but you have the you have someone that can do that for you on your nfl franchise and it doesn't cost you anything it's part of the team so why didn't he do that and said why are you going the extra extent to be a creep and contacting these women on social media for a massage? Dude, you have it right there. What are you doing? So, okay. First of all, this is all alleged. But no, not well, there is a proof of evidence that did Derek, come out today of no, right, no, no, listen. As of right now, you cannot say there's evidence because they haven't released anything. It's all alleged with all all the accusations that are that are against him, but yet what he did isn't right. Basically, why are you contacting these women on social media? What he did was But he right. was getting relaxing massages. You can't go to the team facility and say, I just need a massage. You have to do that medically. That's the way you messed up there, Derek. You have to get it medically cleared by the team to have a masseuse massage you. Yeah, but the way, because uh, I've seen all the, the uh, I was reading here some of the claims that the women were making against him. Yeah, he was They're getting bad. a but after that, it didn't turn into a massage anymore. It turned into something else at the end. Sure, but again, it's all alleged. Like I, I under, like obviously, this is a bad situation for Deshaun Watson. It oh, especially the timing, good. the timing of it with teams that were interested in trading for him. Oh, this is horrible. But see, doesn't that horrible. kind of seem suspicious too? Why is it coming I've... out now? And a quick little nugget that's very weird about this: the lawyer that is on the side with these girls is personal friends with Steve McNair. The okay, see, of now, Texans. now I don't know what to believe. I just found that out yesterday and that one I was like, mm. see, I, I, I honestly have no idea what to believe. That's really happened, sketchy. This could all be a conspiracy theory. It could be Steve McNair being an idiot. But, hey, but you realize, but no, no, no. You need to realize if Steve McNair is doing this to get Deshaun Watson in trouble and trying to frame him, Steve McNair is going to go to prison. If he, he, does he Does he not realize that? If you're trying to do this to push Deshaun Watson out of town to frame him for something he is not guilty of, you will go to prison, Steve McNair. You are an idiot See, if you're trying to frame him. That's why it's really tough for me to say anything on this because we don't know. Obviously, just, like I said, it's a bad look. It's really bad. It's, but why is this all coming out now? I, I don't know. It's very, very suspicious. I'm, I'm just, I, I don't know what to believe. And now this that you is, told me that, I'm just, I'm all, I'm all sorts of confused. This is definitely a story that will probably continue for the next couple of weeks, probably up until the draft, I guarantee you. Let's, let's, let's just say- follow up on this story because yeah, this seems very fishy yeah. and we won't know until there's more information that gets released. Oh, and I guarantee you there's gonna be more info coming out about it. It's, 
it's only going to heat up and get more interesting, I think. Let's just say, I hope this isn't true for Deshaun Watson. I hope oh. it's not true that Steve McNair's doing something stupid. I hope this yeah. whole thing is just, just something comes out of it that's good. Because I agree with you. Bad look. It's, it's bad. If, if McNair's doing this to set him up, he's going to prison. And if Deshaun Watson is really guilty of this, well, dude, you could wait. Career's bye-bye over. To your, you could wait bye bye to your career because it's gone. It is long gone if you're guilty of this, buddy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, we'll keep you updated on any new um, information on the Deshaun Watson story. Well, thank you guys for joining me for Louis Lounge. Yeah, thanks for getting us fired up and heated up in that last yeah, one. I was sad. Now I'm mad. I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> All bunch of mix of emotions. <laughs> for our weekly news updates, let's start off with the NBA. So the trade deadline is approaching pretty soon. Yes, it is. Well, mm-hmm. actually, a little quick little nugget about a trade that just happened. Trevor Ariza was just traded from Oklahoma City to, what was it? The Rockets. And he was traded for the 11th, 11th time in his career. And right here, I'll go through a quick list. Right, give it to us. He's played for the Knicks. He's played for the Magic. He's played for the... So this is... So I'm going to start from 2014 to 2021. So I'm going to start, and I'll just tell you the teams he's been on. The Knicks, the Magic, the Lakers, the Magic again, the Lakers, the Rockets, New Orleans, Washington, the Rockets again, Phoenix, Washington, Portland, Sacramento, and now Miami. Jeez, the guy's like a hot potato. I don't get why you trade for players that you've already had. <laughs> guy, the guy changes teams like you change clothes. <laughs> but no, seriously, eleven times you change. I mean, holy crap, man! I can't only imagine that guy's just—he's just living out of a suitcase, probably moving that many <laughs> times. But no, I mean, it, quick and also a little nugget too to do on the NBA uh, that just came out. Breaking news came out probably about 30 minutes or so. LeBron James is out with a high ankle sprain. So that's yeah, uh, we talked about that with the Nuggets is they got to take advantage. Oh, that's true. That's true. So you got him and Anthony Davis out now. That's uh, that's big. All right, let's now head into the NHL. Also, the trade deadline's approaching as well. Yeah, they're all coming up quick because the seasons are almost over. Well, yeah. yeah, because of the shortened seasons because of COVID. Hockey ends in May. I, yeah, <laughs> just think about that. That's that's only in two months, two months less yeah. than that now because we're getting and towards the end of March. I think by the end of March, I, th- I, f- I think the trade deadline's in April, but teams will start to figure out when they're contenders and pretenders, basically. So, pretty much. <laughs> oh, and hey, what's what's the news segment you have about the Sabers you were talking about? Oh, the newspaper clipping. So, okay, so, yeah, this is – the Sabres, they're basically going to fire sale everybody. They've got mm-hmm. Jack Eichel, who's hurt, one of the top five players in the league. He's going to get traded. Taylor Hall, who just got hurt, and he was having a bad season. He was the highest-priced free agent out there last year. Mm-hmm. So the Sabres just fired their head, co- head coach, Ralph Kruger. And is he related just traded- to Freddy Kruger? <laughs> no. Ah! <laughs> all right anyways go they just fired him 
I just, I just, do you, you know, I try to bring you some heartbreaking news. All right. What's the clipping say? So a local newspaper reporter in Buffalo who covers the Sabres, he power ranked all the NHL teams. Mm-hmm. So there's 31 teams in the NHL that are playing. Yeah. There's technically 32 in existence with the Seattle Kraken coming next year. Yeah. Number 28, he ranked the New Jersey Devils there. 29, Ottawa Senators. 31, Detroit Red Wings. I'm sorry, 30 Detroit Red Wings. 31, Seattle Kraken. 32, <laughs> Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> the Kraken haven't even played yet. They, have, they don't have a roster. They don't have a head coach. They don't have nothing. He says, he says a circus act that deserves to be below a yet start <laughs> expansion team. The oh Buffalo God, Sabres have 16 points this season. They're terrible. The Kraken haven't even played. They're, like you said, they're not a roster. They're better than the Sabres. So that was my funny little thing. Oh, I love it. Well, that makes them their Minnesota Wild. Oh. <laughs> they're Minnesota Wild. Actually, oh, the I Wild can't. are better than them. Oh, man. Oh, I can't breathe. That makes me laugh. Oh. If the Minnesota Wild are trash, the Sabres are the gum you find on the sidewalk that you step on. That just gets that stays on your shoe, and you can't just get the damn thing <laughs> off. You got to use the goo gun to get it off you your gotta, shoe. <laughs> got to get a stick and pry it off. Yeah. The, hey, the Sabres are the dog crap you accidentally step in. <laughs> and you walk on your shoe all day, and it doesn't get off. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. All right, guys, let's head into March Madness. Just how about started those, yesterday. How about Ooh. those Buffs and Rams, man, each picking up a win? But the Rams aren't in the tournament. They're in the NIT. Yeah, but still, they won. Well, they're the top-ranked seed in the NIT. I got, how does Grand Canyon get in over CSU? That's whack. 17.4 million brackets were filled out for March Madness. Damn. As of right now, 108 are still perfect. Wow. <laughs> That's it. Which is pretty awesome because I don't like Ohio State, and to see them lose to a team called Oral Roberts made me laugh yeah, even more. Yeah, Oral, I'm picking them. A 15 seed beating a number two seed. That just brings... A smile to my face when I saw that happen. But hey, how about the buffs, man? So Patrick Ewing comes in and is like, Georgetown. Yeah, for Georgetown. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know who the buffs player is. Was it McKinley Wright? He's like, I've never heard of him. I just know who he is from the tape. And McKinley Ouch. Wright comes out and goes, oh, I'll show you who I am. The oh. buffs went 16 of 25 from three. That's uh, really good. And they beat Georgetown 96 to 73. That's how you make that coach shut his mouth. Hey, that's when you tell him, hey, Patrick, go back to New York. That's when you tell him, hey, who are you? Where's your pass? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's us getting ready to say, go back to New York and wear a floor pass around your neck, buddy, so people know who you are. <laughs> I, I think CU is a sneaky team. Oh, they watch are. Watch out for. They're a good team. It's pretty they awesome. Twenty-three and eight this season. 
And real quick thing too to talk about March Madness. Real quick, if you guys saw, did you guys see the social media videos and pictures that came out between the difference that the men and women, the different facilities and things that they each were allowed to have and not have. No. So the so the men so the men had no restrictions. They were free to do whatever they want. The women were allowed. They were not allowed to go outside until they reached the Sweet Sixteen. They oh were basically, come on! They were basically oh boy. Hey, what do you got to say, Leslie? <laughs> that is a load of bull. It is, but guess what? That Those pictures and videos surfaced on social media and Russell Westbrook and all these NBA players came forward saying how it's BS. And guess what? NCAA came out. Oh, oh, we're going to change everything starting tomorrow. And then you want to get paid more in sports. I say, here's like, the problem. They shouldn't have had to deal with that in the first place. Why did it have to come to people posting pictures and videos? Why couldn't exactly. it just be the same? Yeah, it, 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 like, but no, if you guys have a chance, look Men at the sucker. Look at the difference in pictures that the gym and the facilities, the meals that the men have compared to the women. It's, it's bad. But no, when, but when I heard that the women were confined to stay inside till they reached a sweet 16 and the men were free to go do whatever they want, I was like, oh boy. That's not going to go over well. That makes me mad. Yeah, that that made me mad reading that. Now I'm like, now I see why Russell Westbrook and everybody came out and said what they did. Like, that, that's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. But yeah, I just had to throw in that little nugget there if you guys didn't see that or not. Because that was... Right. Now I'm angry again. That was a pretty heated story that <laughs> happened on, on Twitter this week with uh, NBA and everything. Where'd it go, Dare? You make me mad. Whatever. You made Leslie mad. <laughs> Which is very rare to do. Very rare. That's hard to I do. All the women here in sports. Come on, man. You're making me mad. <laughs> My bad, girl. Let's just move on before she, I don't know, her head explodes. She turns red. Please move on before I, before I blow, blow up some. Do you think Oral Roberts is going to have another, another uh, upset, Derek? Probably not. <laughs> but I'm glad they beat Ohio State. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That just tells you you can't go chalk in your brackets, man. You got to do some random game. You never know what's going to happen. Got to be part of those 108 perfect brackets that are still floating out there. By the way, those people who fill out like 17 brackets and go, yeah, I got a good bracket out of one of the 17, just fill out one. Don't be that guy. Yeah, fill out <laughs> fill out one, and then when it goes to the crapper like mine did, just watch and just enjoy it. <laughs> That's why I don't fill one out so I can just enjoy it. Yeah, you're lucky. <laughs> All right, guys. Lastly, let's talk about the NFL. <laughs> As they have agreed to, new, to terms on a new TV deal, $100 billion per year and $100 billion over the next 10 years. Whole $10 billion per year. A lot of money. $10 billion per year. $10 billion Tell per you what. year over 10 years? If people want to pay me $100, $100 billion, I'm, I'm in. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Man, that is uh, just goes to show you. That's it. Hey, this just goes to show you the powerhouse that the NFL is, though. It's just, oh, my God. Yeah. It's the biggest sports in America right now. And it's not even close. No, it's not even close. There's other, no other sport that can touch it. If you look how many people watch the Super Bowl, I mean, every year, especially this year, almost what, 200 million people watched it this year. 100 was it? I think it was like 194.6 million people watch the Super Bowl. I mean, just absolutely amazes me. It's a lot of people. But 10 bill for 10 years, 
Well, it's not just popular in the United States. London, England is starting to get into it. It's always popular in Mexico. It's true. Canada likes it too. Certain parts of Canada like it. Those Mexico City games, they're starting to branch yeah. out and play down there. So, oh, yeah, that they're definitely going to be making a lot more money. Even though Shakira ruins the field. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> She's open there. Her hips don't lie, man. <laughs> yeah, so the NFL signed a deal with CBS, NBC, Fox Sports. Or I guess it's just Fox, isn't it? Just Fox. Just, just Fox, yeah. ESPN and Amazon. Thursday night football is going to be streaming only. What? What's what's that? Finally, I get to see it. Usually, I watch my sports on Amazon. There you go. Now you get Thursday night football. If you want to make a lot of money, just sign with one of the biggest powerhouses in the country or in the world right now. Just sign with them. You're good to go. Soon, Jeff Bezos will own the Broncos, too, and then they'll be exclusively on Amazon. Their net worth is only $1.4 trillion. That's trillion, not billion, trillion with a T. How many zeros that is? What, Amazon? No, you know how many zeros trillion is? It's a lot of zeros. 15. So put 1.4 and 15 zeros. That's true. Tell you what, you want to give me three of those zeros, I'll take it. Man, (laughs) give me the whole thing. (laughs) Give me the whole thing. I'll buy Madison. I'm going to be unselfish. Give me the whole thing. I'll buy Madison Square Garden. I'll, I'll invite Patrick Ewing to the arena, and I'll be like, hey, who are you? <laughs> hey, see you kicked your butt. Yeah, I'll be like, see you beat you. Where are you at? <laughs> New phone, who dis? <laughs> hey, that's probably, that's probably how it's going to go. Philip Lindsay will reach out to some of his teammates. <laughs> this season. They'll be like, hey, man, did you see my game this week? New phone, who dis? <laughs> He'll be texting Royce Freeman, Drew Locke. Hey, guys, you see my game I had this week? Who's this? <laughs> New phone, who this? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's a good way to end it. Just like that. I'm out. New phone, who this? I'm out. We're out. Yep, I'm out. All right, we're out. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. New phone. Who dis? <laughs>